0: Hi guys and welcome to a new episode of Coffee with Kathy and Claire.
1: I'm Kathy, and I'm Claire and this podcast is all about sharing our own personal experiences and struggles with modern day parenting
0: and having a few laughs along the way. The show is for everyone, mums, dads, grandparents, foster parents, adoptees, everyone.
1: It's an outlet for all your struggles and to know that you are not alone. So pop
0: us on your Bluetooth in your car, headphones in while you're going for a walk, or do what I do and wear headphones while I tackle that never-ending pile of laundry. Or just take the load off and have a coffee with Kathy and Claire. Hello and welcome back to Coffee with Kathy and Claire. I'm Kathy, And I'm Claire. And I'm... Yeah, welcome back. Well, I've taken a couple of weeks off because we had back-to-back um, sort of tragedies in our family. So in August, we lost my grandma. And then in September, we lost my ex-partner's grandma. So there, my ex-partner and my son are now in England right now, over there for the, the funeral and, and stuff. So it's been a pretty rocky, rocky time. Yeah. It yeah. is.
1: There's a lot of tragedy going on at the moment. It there? is really sad right now in the world. So. I've had some pretty, um, uh, what's the word, disturbing news. Like I've got somebody that I love in critical at the moment. But I'm putting positive vibes out there. That's all you can do. Mm. I'm sure she's going to be completely fine. Very strong woman. Um, so yeah, big positive vibes out to all of them people suffering at the moment. Um, and we can go into. It straight away really, couldn't we? I mean, basically, we were talking about the importance um of not just keeping our kids safe, but like them them dangers, like the obvious dangers and the hidden dangers. Um so, you know, we do have challenges all over as parents. Oh, yeah. And them sorts of like hidden ones are the ones that are like, yeah, didn't think that could happen. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many to go through. I mean, the obvious ones would be obviously accidents at home, so like falls, burns, cuts. And I can't deal with cuts. Well, I mean, as a parent, you can't
0: really wrap your kid in bubble wrap all the time. Like, they yeah. go to go to school, they've got to go to friends' house to play, they've got to go to family's houses. Yeah. And even around your own house, you may not know. Of the dangers around your own house until you know what type of child you have so my first Mm. son was a very uh organic learning child and he would never really get into stuff but my second child he wants to like lick powerpoints and stuff yes so So you got by the
1: powerpoint sockets uh, uh,
0: yeah yeah so we had we had those for ages he's he's um, a mouther so you know obviously harry the my second yeah. child has autism um and global development delay but he has um basically he doesn't eat them it's he's like he's got pika. you know when they eat things you know, when you know a lot of people, they they it's treat it like soothing for them, hair. isn't it? Yeah, basically. Yeah. We, I was talking to one of the ladies at daycare yesterday, and she was asking, you know, is it? Do you think it's because he's substituting for not having his dummy, like his pacifier, during the yeah. day? I'm like, I don't know, but for his entire life, he could crawl across the floor and see the most tiniest piece of dust or lint on the floor, and pick it up and put it in his mouth. Yeah, he doesn't eat it, doesn't choke on it, he just rolls it around his mouth. And I'm like, ew, yucky, spit it out.
1: He knows he's doing it. Yeah, my kid does that with bogeys. I'm like, oh, pick it But we used to, in assembly, do like, pick it, lick it, roll it, flick it. Oh, God. I know, that's so bad, isn't it? Like, there's another danger. Like, somebody's having a bogey in their hair today. Oh, yuck. Because you're like, in assembly, kind of like, egging each other on, going, pick it, lick it, roll it, flick it. And where it lands, who knows? I think, who knows? I think now,
0: with... The fact that we've just come out of coming out of a pandemic. I mean, I know America's looking at going back into masks
1: because they've got another wave going through. I don't I mean America's um, just a whole episode, isn't it? Like, <laughs> that country's gone mental. <clears throat>
0: but I mean, I'm just like, I think if the teachers caught the kids doing picket it, licket it, Oh, you couldn't it, do something they like that would, now. this was the nineties. They'd string them up Like Yeah, this was in the nineties. Oh, yeah. You could do you could do the that. You had like to be you 90s. had to
1: be um you had to be tough. When we well were it that's not I don't know if it was being tough but it was more just being mischievous wasn't it? You know what I mean? Like you Well were... uh, let's just say
0: I'm glad there were no phones and videos when mm. around when I was growing up. You know yeah. the stupid crap that I did that there is no evidence of, thank god. Oh gosh. You know, I mean, come on. Who didn't do dangerous stuff? Like I mean, we're talking about when we're talking about stuff we're talking about babies and smaller children, but when we were a little bit older, like we were jumping off the tops of towers, and we were jumping into bushes, and you know, oh, there's a bush
1: down there that'll that'll catch my fall, you know, or, or making dens. So you could do that in the UK. You could make dens without the fear of a snake snakes just getting at you, whereas oh, like. It's like, I, I really want my kids to make dens, but it's like, mm, I also don't want them to get bit by a brown snake or something like that.
0: When we move into our new house in January, we've got a couple of trees on the property and Aidan's like, oh my God, they're perfect trees for tree houses. And I'm like, yeah, there's a broken leg right there falling out of that tree.
1: Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> Break the leg. My brother did. My brother, when my mum had not long passed away, actually, I think she'd passed in the June and in the July my brother fell out of a conker tree trying to get a conker tree <laughs> and he broke his arm and his leg. Mm. But you know, he was fine. <laughs> he was in hospital it's for okay. six weeks. But at the same time, I, I, are we not allowing them? I mean, that was unlikely. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He just saw a very shiny conker and he was like, that bad boy is mine. And Lost his balance and fell out of a tree, and it would. Have, I remember the tree; it was such a good-looking tree. Did he get the conquer? You know, yeah, I think he had okay. the conquer in his hand. Yeah, <laughs> at least he got the conquer. Oh, he'll remember this, obviously. <laughs> but um, so, but but it was a danger. But at the same time, he healed from it. you yeah. know? So when we're talking about dangers, are we talking about
0: dangers like leaving a blanket too close to a heater? I mean, is, or are we talking about? I don't know, leaving the door unlocked and your child, mine, runs away. Um,
1: (laughs) Well, I think think that you've got the obvious dangers and then you've got the hidden dangers. So if I kind of list through the obvious ones, which would be like accidents at homes, as I was saying, like burns and cuts and um, choking hazards, so, you know... Even swallowing batteries, which I can come back to. That's that in a, a big one, yeah. Um, but then there's hazardous types of bullying like um sorry, cyberbullying. These are all dangers. Um you've got stranger danger, or I like to call it tricky people. Mm-hmm. You know. Then you've got um school bullying, overuse of screens. These are all dangers. Um even inadequate nutrition, and I think it's really difficult because kids are just so like they don't really like getting them to eat fruit and veg can be quite challenging. So you've got to make that bolognese with everything whacked in it to yeah, give them the do dose. That. Do you know, do you what you know what's mean? really
0: funny, though? You say that, and I was actually speaking to the um, service manager at the daycare, mm. nursery for those of you who overseas, at yeah. the daycare, um, and I was saying that basically because my son has got very funny tastes, he's autistic, and sometimes he'll eat and yeah. sometimes he won't, and sometimes he'll come home from daycare starving, and some, you know, and eat everything in the house and be cranky because yeah. he's hungry. So I've said, look, you know, if he rejects the food, mm. could you give him a banana or some crackers or something just to finish him up, yeah. like tidy him over, just to fill his belly? And she's like, yeah, you know, it's really funny that particular candy class. So the children between three and five at the moment, they're really particular about food. So she says, like, they cooked couscous with something the other day and the kids completely rejected the food. Yeah,
1: because it's got a weird texture, though. Yeah, but like she said the week
0: week before, they all ate it. it. How
1: funny. And,
0: you know, so she's saying, and and, and like my son, if I'm assisting him at home, I could put butter chicken sauce, I could put, you know, any kind of saucy dinner in with the the rice and he'll eat it because I'm there making sure he's eating. Interesting, But it daycare he refuses anything with sauce on it and he just wants plain pasta plain rice plain bread so yeah it's a bit
1: like a bit strange i mean it kind kind of can go into adulthood couldn't it because i know people who only eat literally like maybe nuggets but they refuse to eat salads or they refuse to eat vegetables in fact my partner really rarely eats salad he calls it rabbit food or leaves or trees a, or whatever it's, it's a like,
0: texture it is a texture thing but also like my brother-in-law he can't eat anything with a like a metal f- metal fork or spoon so it's a running joke that every year i get him plastic forks and spoons oh. for his christmas present so
1: because he doesn't like the texture if it touches his teeth oh god do you know what you just made me think of you know like <laughs> if you eat a hot dog
0: yeah
1: oh i can't even talk about Are it you yet.
0: talking about hot dog on a stick
1: no i'm talking oh. about can you see my face <laughs> you know no like think bunnings hot dog yeah and then you got and it on the, hot dog and bread yeah hot dog and bread yeah and then think of it on the napkin oh you know like,
0: oh, the, the the napkin touching the food or like accidentally eating the napkin
1: accidentally <laughs> eating the napkin <laughs>
0: <laughs> but oh yeah, God. it's tasteless so. though. I mean, I sh- um, I mean, I I've accidentally banged a spoon against my teeth, and mm. I'm I'm the generation where I still have silver fillings, metal fillings in my head. So in I your that, head? Well, yeah, my in my on my teeth. Oh, you're not in, in your my head, head though. Yeah, so but you have. I still head. have metal metal fillings, and like if I accidentally chew on a piece of foil that's stuck to the food
1: or whatever it yeah. like it sends like an electric shock through your jaw Ooh. it's not nice i'm lucky I'm, I'm, i haven't got any metal in my mouth In <laughs> fact, you know i had my first feeling this year did you yeah um my first feeling this year and i was so scared that i made them give me drugs you know i've <laughs> been pill. so i'm scared of
0: dentists but my teeth have been so terrible since i had my second kid so because yeah. like you because know, basically the babies leach all of your calcium and things yeah, yeah, like that yeah. it also depends on the birth control that you're on as well that's true um you know if you're on the depo needle um depo provera it actually if you're on it for longer than two years it can cause um it can cause a little bit of leaching of calcium from your bones yeah kind of i fact. did
1: hear that actually but just just going back to these obvious dangers that we were talking about do you know the other one that was like obvious but then i was like Oh, I didn't really think of that as being obvious, but apparently, when you research it, this mm. is supposed to be: is lack of sleep. So inefficient sleep affects the con. con- <laughs> I'm laughing because what did you say you had four hours? Four last hours. Night. <laughs> but apparently, like that really affects the um, cognitive and emotional development. And yeah. here's the thing: I know this from my son, who is amazing but very tricky and terrible sleeper. Yeah, terrible. And this has been since he was about nine months old. So he is a really... And it's a... It, I'm surprised that it comes under obvious dangers. I mean, to me, yeah. But also, did you did you know that lack of sleep can cause heart problems? It can cause... It is, literally. It can literally, cause so much. I was listening to a podcast um, where there was a doctor, and I really can't remember her name, but she was on Diary of a CEO, and I love that podcast. So I, like, listen to it religiously. Um and she was a stress doctor mm-hmm. and she was saying that you know when we sleep we need seven to eight hours to have our brain <laughs> I know you don't get that but i I really do I do try to do that but she was saying seven to eight hours is what you need and when they did like n- scientific studies on what the brain does for mm. example when it's flushing out she said that they was expecting it to f- not flush but trickle like the brain would kind yeah. of like release i don't know exactly <clears throat> the terminology she was you it would release sort of like a trickle of the day if you know. yeah but she said it gushes okay she, she used the word gush i was a bit like oh is this but, sort of when you get into that really deep when, sleep and yes. it just like yeah. releases
0: everything yes. that's probably why it causes dreams
1: yeah well w- w- whatever it may be it's just that she was saying there's a, there's a huge process that for the human body is detrimental to your mental health to your emotional regulation mm. to everything and she was just basically saying that the most important thing as humans that we can do is get sufficient amount of sleep and then your health can be affected physically yeah. emotionally mentally without sleep so really that's kind of like the number one danger yeah. isn't it not getting enough sleep well
0: i feel i feel rubbish today yeah so last night you said it was my birthday. So I stayed up late to It was your birthday. Sorry. Happy was, birthday. I did say happy birthday though. <laughs> Thank you. Um so we um so I stayed up late to Skype my son who was in the UK. Yeah. So due to the time difference, he was getting back late from a he went to the Battle of Hastings 1066. They did like a reenactment and everything. He went along to watch it. And oh, that's um, hilarious. It was it's so good. Like I went I've been a few years back and it was really really fun um so he came back quite late and he rang me at midnight yeah so by the time we had finished skyping hung up and i went to sleep it was probably about quarter past 20 past 12. my body woke me up at four yeah there was no reason apart from i think it was just hot you know i had the fan on like there was no reason for me to have woken up i don't know if there had been a big bang or something outside or whatever um and then my body was like i was like okay it's four o'clock i've probably got another three or four hours i can sleep before i have to be anywhere or do anything
1: and my body just would not go back to sleep yeah i don't like them moments i don't get it often but when i do i can i I don't like it well usually it's harry
0: coming in at yeah, three, four, or five or whatever, o'clock, yeah. and waking me up, and then he's like, just wants a hug, and you know, I'm like, okay, it's time to go back to sleep, mate. But my my sleep has never been this broken since yeah. he was a newborn baby. So like, you know how the lack of sleep when you have a, a newborn child is incredible. You're up every three hours, and you're you're a zombie. My sleep has not been as bad as it has been since then until mm. now. So like, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, he he's getting quality sleep because he's going to bed at eight.
1: That's, so he,
0: by the time he wakes up, he's been asleep eight hours.
1: Yeah. So he's like playtime. Well, he's getting the gushing then. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting the brain gush that yeah. he needs. I wish that I wish that we could all just get that. But oh, like, let, you know, with them obvious dangers as well. I'm just going to flip it back to the you know ones that I can say have happened to me, like burns, for example. So you or so, the kids. Yeah, I have. When I think it was probably about three or four years ago, when my um, I don't know how old JJ was, he was he was fairly young anyway. We, we were doing an um spit roast thing, but it was like on one of them small cookers, if you know what I mean, like the barbecue small ones. They were on the ground anyway. He was in and out of the pool, cutting a long story short. Um, we were sitting right next to it, but he was buggering around and we kept moving him away from the fire. But you know, kids like quick. And anyway, somehow he managed to almost fall. Mm-hmm. So he he grazed the back of his leg on it and it was a, a decent burn. But we had an aloe vera plant in the garden, so we put that on it and we are alternating the ice. And it, we didn't think it was that bad, and yet when we woke up in the morning, it was like purple. It was really bad. Yeah. So I took him to the doctors. And again, long story short, you know, Jared was fine. He hasn't even got a mark nowadays. But he was saying... The amount of kids that come in with burns—it's horrific.
0: A lot of people don't really understand how to treat them, though. Mm. So, like myself, I've got—I've got scars on my arm from splash burn from a pan, you know, mm. like with the oil and stuff. So I've splashed my arm, and even then, they're called they hu- say, housewife burns. Yeah, but even then, you're I've meant to th- run it under cold water ten for minutes. ten minutes. Yeah. Try and get a kid to sit there for 10 minutes. Well, this is
1: why we use the aloe vera planks. We were just like, what do we do? And then even the doctor had said, you did really well. But yeah. what what I was going to say is my mind went straight to after he'd said the amount of burns. Now, if we ha- obviously, we're cautious around fire, mm-hmm. obviously. When you've got your children there, you know, you know you've got to be cautious. But say one of us had just taken our eye off the ball for a minute and he'd have fallen on that fire. And, you know, that that thought was real with me for quite mm. a bit, that he could have fallen into that bar, burnt himself, burnt his genitals, burnt his bum, burnt his whole body. Mm-hmm. And these sorts of things, they're really scary. Yeah. They're so scary. I mean, we've, and had, they happen. we've had sparkler
0: burns. So, you know, when the little kids mm. are holding the sparkler yeah. and then the sparkler goes out, they automatically assume yeah. it's cold and it's not. It's That sticker's red hot still. Exactly. So I've had them, you know touch the touch the, the hot stick yeah. and then it
1: sticks to your fingers yeah. and and yeah and it's well a friend of mine worked in a and e in the uk and was like um the th- the was it the third when's fireworks night fifth of fifth i was november. About to say third remember remember the fifth of november of course i should just remember that <laughs> but um that's like their busiest night yeah i'll bet with burns mm. fingers and, blown off i think nowadays they go out straight away i think i think that the burn goes like it's not the same i'm pretty sure that the sparklers these days are like that the it goes cold quickly you can can still still get burned (laughs) but i meant like you know like they used to be red hot and they'd go on for ages and you'd think that they wouldn't be hot anymore yeah but now i think that once they burn they're almost like they're they're not as hot i might be wrong there someone my dad
0: my dad used to have a bucket of water So once we'd finished with our sparklers, we'd
1: immediately drop them into the bucket of water to cool them down. See, brilliant idea. Have a bucket of water on hand. Simple. Genius. But um, the other thing was like going on to the choking hazards. So here's the thing. I was reading something really interesting the other day. And I have this like real fear of choking because I've heard so many stories. One was like eating a sausage. You know, the Mm. skin can choke them. And a friend of mine um, was there. I, I don't know. Maybe it was her son. Um, St. John's was there. They couldn't get the sausage out. Mm-hmm. It was real scary. Thankfully, you know, he was okay. But um, another one in Pizza Hut in the UK many years ago, I think before Jared was born, a two-year-old got a grape wedged. Yeah, grape. There was actually a surgeon there, but there was nothing they could do because it was so tightly wedged yeah. into the air socket. Like, real sad situations, like, horrific. And that's um, the
0: thing. They think that, you know, just because... You know the kids choking. You get taught basic first aid to try yeah. and release that, but sometimes this stuff you just can't get out. Yeah, it's and just that scary. Is sad. But,
1: it's sad. But you know, um, I don't know. Like this, this what I read the other day, and it may save someone because I was just like, wow, that's ma- amazing to know. Um, and funnily enough, I'd lost a battery. I couldn't find it. I did end up finding it, but I thought Delilah had swallowed a battery. Mm-hmm. But interestingly enough, something popped up on my Facebooks. Feed. and it was about like if your child swallows a battery, whatever size, whatever it is, you can save their life by making them eat honey. Yes. Because yes. the honey neutralizes neutralises the battery. The battery. Yeah, so that's I've, so interesting. I've
0: seen that and I've seen the damage. So basically um in school, when mm. I was in high school, they did this test with the battery. They they put um, they filled two balloons, two clear balloons with a bit of yeah. like what would be like stomach acid and then they dropped a button battery just a tiny tiny one each yeah and it just the amount like so one went into water and one went into the stomach acid yeah. and the amount of chemical reaction that but that battery had yeah, it's crazy, with isn't it? the um in the stomach mm. um it was incredible and like seeing the burning of the balloon and the balloon ruptured you know and, and i know there was a, there's been a couple of kids lost in the last year or two From button battery injuries and stuff. It's just crazy. So, yeah, Yeah. honey. Honey. honey,
1: That's a really good tip and one that, you know, and I suppose it's quite easy because a lot of people have got kids that are older age and do have, you know, and so things do get around and choking hazards. I mean, it just scares the crap out of me. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is like, you know, fruit. you got to cut the fruit really small. I mean, Harry
0: likes, like, I can't give him, he's five. He's just turned five. Yeah. But his mental is probably about half three three and a half yeah um so if i give him a banana like most children you could give a banana and yeah. they'll eat it like nicely he will try and eat the whole thing mm. he will put massive pieces in his mouth and he'll be like oh boop, 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 yeah because he's trying to eat this banana um and he's like that like he'll put like a fistful of fries in his mouth and, mm-hmm. and be like oh whoops i kind of
1: overcommitted there so I mean, I put that to you, that loads of kids do that. <laughs> My oh, kids just shove it in there. Yeah. Jared, Jared was pretending to um, choke on a watermelon last night. He was really playing it up. I mean, obviously he wasn't. It was a watermelon. Mm. Unless I'm wrong, I don't know anyone who's choked on a watermelon. Well,
0: I know someone who has inhaled a watermelon seed. And, and then it's gone, down into the, it's gone down into the trash, like into the actual... can you eat tube. the seeds? You can eat them, but they breathe oh, it in, in through the nose. No, no, they were eating it. So if you have something in your mouth yeah. and you go <gasps> breathe in really quickly, that can go down your throat and into your lungs.
1: Oh, holy crap! Yeah, yeah that's
0: not good. He didn't yeah. do that though. No, no, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's another form of choking yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, um, and the lungs, then they, then yeah. And then then you get to like dry drowning. So you have yeah. drowning in a pool, and then you have dry drowning. So like if they're drinking water too quickly and they and they obviously do what I do and they yeah. choke on their water you know 2 or 3 hours down the track that can if there's still water in their lungs they can they could be literally drowning
1: actually i watched a um, show called the affair i think it was called brilliant show um and that's when it was really sad like a, uh, the girl in the show or the woman that was having the affair they'd lost a child mm-hmm. To secondary drowning, which I'd never heard of. Yeah. So, um, like, yeah, that w- that that blew me away as well. Like another hidden. I mean, I would say that's a hidden danger. I'd never heard of secondary yeah. drowning, and as a mum, if you know, I wouldn't have thought if my child had had an incident like that. Which, God forbid, that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if they did, I wouldn't have thought, "Oh, we better get them to the hospital." I just thought would have thought that they'd be okay. Yeah. Um, it was. It's really scary. But that's another. I guess that would probably be more hidden. But, like, let's move on to um, stranger danger. So with strange danger, I always say tricky, but I I genuinely really believe that in schools they should or it would be great if they did have some sort of program, kind of what they do on parental guidance, mm-hmm. where they take the kids or they have someone come to the school to test them. Oh, like the social experiment. Yes. So I so say, for example, I mean, you know, you could probably work with the whoever's doing that program and say, okay, yes, well, my son is, or my daughter is really mm. into this. So, so for example, perhaps, you know, it might be something to do with gaming, like, oh, I've got these Xbox for free if you want to come and get one and see what they do. Yeah. Like, just, it would be an interesting experiment. Like, down the park. Yeah, either at the park or at the school or well, whatever. The, the school
0: car. because all the schools now have those massive fences. There's nobody yeah, so, unauthorized going to be in the school grounds. Yeah. So maybe after school mm. in the car park or whatever. But I mean, it was it's really quite scary because we had an incident down we in did. our school last week.
1: Yeah, that um, was scary.
0: And one of the children going home on their bike was harassed by a couple of ki- uh, a couple of. Men. adults sick. yeah it was a couple of men in like a in a in a ute or what Yuck. americans would call a truck um and what did you call what do you call them in england utility just ute? utility yeah maybe a yeah ute? U, yeah so basically no, i
1: don't know we don't have them in england everyone just drives a white van
0: it's just yeah well yeah basically <laughs> men in a, two white van and two blokes and a white white, mm. white van. Yeah, two tradies and um they were harassing this kid this poor kid trying to get back home and then we're throwing things like alcohol bottles and stuff now this kid didn't know what to do apart from book at home Mm. you know um so it's it's worth having conversations you know with your children to to, talk about what happens there
1: i do it all the time i mean i'm always constantly saying what would you do if this happened what would you do if that um and in hindsight i feel like if that was to approach, I think I'm quite confident. I'm on like a ninety percent. But you just don't know. Well, don't. Aiden,
0: I thought he had pretty good brains in his head. Mm. But last year when he first started riding from our new house where we are to the school, which is we used to live literally behind the school. Like yeah. Two minute walk. And now it's probably ten minute, fifteen yeah. minute walk. Um, and he rode home a different way and his chain came off his bike. And a guy came out of his house and he went, oh, let me fix that for you. And he took the bike into his garage and Aiden followed him yeah. up his driveway. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, this guy might be really, like, genuinely a nice person, but you've just walked up his driveway into I his garage. This
1: is this is where the lines are blurred for me, though. And he's like, al- he was 11 at yeah. the time. But I get that, though, because that's like... um what's the word for it this is well, this is where the lines get blurred isn't it because people were scared to help because of that reason that you yeah. just said where you've just so for me that's kind of like that's not a scene set well, do you know me, what i mean well, like he's I've... gone out seen somebody in trouble and help them that's... but what i said to him i said
0: next time if that ever happens mm. let him take your bike and fix it and
1: bring it back to you you stay by the road see you know this I mean... is, this is where it's blurry isn't it because i would be like I don't know if I. I don't know how I'd have reacted in that situation. I do also completely understand when you're where you're coming from, but at the same time, for me, it's more like what I'm teaching is more. If you're, I've told Jared, and I will tell my daughter the same. Adults don't ask kids for help, no. And to go off on their own, no. They no, don't turn it around. But if that was a situation where a man had helped, you know what had happened in but that situation.
0: Predators are opportunists. Yeah, there could have been anyone.
1: Yeah, I. It's, like I say, I completely get what you're saying yeah. and where you're coming from, but I just, I don't know. It, it, it's sad that you have to think that way is what I'm trying to yeah. say. But Do you I know mean, what I mean? Like, the, the other day, you, well, Mr. Jared <clears> decided <throat>
0: he was going to go to a friend's house. Mm. And how far away was that? A couple of blocks?
1: Oh, just behind, like the same road, but on the loop. Yeah. Okay, around the other side.
0: Yeah. But he didn't tell you where he was going mm. and when he would be back. Mm.
1: Which obviously took words. And how old is Jared now? Nine. He'll be nine next month. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is which is again like my thing of installing where it's like when he come home, I said when you are going anywhere, it's important for you to let me know you don't have a phone and I'm you're trying to practice behaviours where I can give you more freedom yeah. to go off places. So for example, I've actually decided if he wants to go to a park with mm-hmm. your son who's, um, I think, old enough to, to well, do that. He's four years old. Yeah, he's yeah. four years older. Or one of the other girls that lives on the street. Mm-hmm. There's a few of them that are old enough to basically have that autonomy to go to the park on their own. Yeah, I was babysitting um, when I was 13. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a different world though, wasn't it? <laughs> no. um, and so I will let him go. But my, my challenge with him now is that, He needs to come home at 6.30. It's summer. That's when it sort of starts getting dark. Um, When the lights come on. When (laughs) the lights come on. But also, again, like you said, you know, the fact is, is that, as it turns out, the other child's house that he was at, I did know the mum. Not know her, but I have Mm. met her. Um, So I knew knew of them. It's not like a complete stranger. But at the same time, he does need to learn that. And that's the thing, like... Then we go on to things like cyberbullying, which is also another danger.
0: Well, all they the kids say... have
1: phones nowadays. They all
0: have Messenger. Mm. They all have Snapchat. It scares me. And, you know, that, that is a big thing. Like, I know of kids who have sat there in class. Yeah. And... Or not, not so much in class, but like on the other side of the playground when they're allowed to have their phones or after school or whatever, and then you know, eight o'clock at night, they're getting news messages I'm going to beat you up tomorrow.
1: Well, you know what? It's disturbing. I can't say what I heard because I think it's um, um, it was told to me in confidence. But there was a story about kids who were the age of seven mm. and the language and the things that was being said and the lengths that these pictures would you Know Googled and then sent to this poor girl Mm. at such a young age, it is, um, it's kind of shocking, it's It's disturbing, yeah. And I don't think that we're equipped to deal with that at this stage. I don't think there's any kind of tools of what to do and how to behave about it. Well,
0: you know, I'm quite strict when it comes to internet and internet safety because he's got he's got a phone he's got a laptop he's got a tablet and an xbox right so he's not always on them all the time he's got a phone that is for contacting me after school if he needs to he needs to mess if i need to get him a message for i'm going to be a little bit late home Mm. use your key to get in um that that is for that and he uses it to watch youtube videos and Mm. stuff his tablet is more for gaming like, you know, the, yeah. the tablet games and things like that. But, again, he's also got Messenger on there. Yeah. And I know he has added a few kids from school. Now, yes, they are a little bit too young to have Messenger because you, you're not allowed to have a Facebook till you're 13.
1: Because well, you've got um, Kids Messenger. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But
0: Aiden has a full account okay. because yeah. I needed him to be able to contact people um, for safety reasons, yes. okay. you know. Yeah. Um, and then he's got the Xbox. Yeah. So now the Xbox Like, if he's got his headset on and he's talking to people playing, Mm. I can't hear what they're saying to him. But he knows that if I join the party, which I can at any time Mm. um, from my Xbox, um, and I hear them talking shit, then he will get in trouble. Do you know what I mean? So he pick and chooses who he plays with quite wisely especially in Fortnite, you know people talk crap and a couple of times he's just left the headset Mm. unplugged so i can hear like i'm sitting here watching watching him play i can hear them talking to him and things like that so um yeah it's just it's just a matter of like he has been threatened and i follow through with bands you know i know that he can't help how people talk to him but if, they, if people start talking shit to him or people start to bully him or people start to talk nasty, mm. and I'm talking like sexually nasty, um, he will mute them and block them immediately and leave the game because I've taught him that if anything makes you feel uncomfortable in your tummy or whatever, just leave the game. Yeah. Yeah. Leave the chat, leave the game, block them, yeah. move on. And he's got a really nice small group of sort of twin tweens, sort mm-hmm. of kids kids between the ages of like 10 and 15 he plays with and they're all great kids i've listened to them talk to each other they're full of yeah. encouragement they oh so you know what are you doing this weekend and just chat you know and, it, and then you have like i play call of duty and stuff sometimes and is i have to play with my mic muted because i'm a female
1: yeah, you've said that before, but I mean, and, and for me, it's difficult to resonate with anything that you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. I, the only time you get me playing on that is if I'm in a oh, what's that zombie shooting one, but that's in an actual like arcade. I'm more yeah. about it.
0: No, but like, but, like but, the, but that's the thing. Like, if if if, and and these are grown ass men mm. sitting behind a screen mm. playing these games, probably in their mom and dad's basement. You know, or or in their their room that they rent from yeah. their sister, and they're talking shit to another grown woman who just wants to play a game. Yes, you know, it's a crazy world. I mean, I have, uh, and uh, I have to say, I have ha- I have a really good group of men that i play with mm. and um you know we, we we all are on at different times of the day like england and there's england australia and america and there's like three time zones in america or four time zones so it's very rare we all get on together at the same time now but yeah. um you know I've, I've created friendships with them and things like that so it's quite nice um but yeah when it comes down to cyber dangers and stuff it is really really hard yes, it's, to monitor that kind exactly of thing.
1: and they're saying it's an obvious an obvious danger but just moving on to that one because from that one they also said that an overuse of screens excessive screen time can impact physical and mental health now here's the thing I don't know if I've got carried away with that one because um, I am very vigilant and strict on the amount of screen time mm-hmm. that is allowed for my son and for yeah my kids having said that TV probably is on a lot more often than what it should be but in terms of the gaming world you know it's very limited like he doesn't have an xbox or um, a playstation or anything he doesn't even have an ipad yeah and he's nine next year however you know he does want it so like i don't know in terms of dangers the excessive time and stuff and the physical and mental health but for for my son it seems to be that because i'm not allowing him that time it's Mm. affecting him so i've got a kind of
0: Aiden, mm-hmm. Aiden got his Xbox when he was seven. He, he first got his Xbox mm-hmm. when he was seven. He got a tablet when he was eight mm. or nine. And then I think he was nine when he got his tablet. And then when he turned 11 was when I gave him the phone yeah. to use. Um, because I knew that, you know, I mean, one he was getting left behind with a lot of the socialization because a lot of the socialization is done that. online now. I know
1: that,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I see where you mean. Like it is really hard to, you know, like my youngest son. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a his first therapy session when he was two and a half, and they turned around and said yeah, to me, you've said this "Hang this on a second, mm-hmm. you." He doesn't know how to use a tablet. I'm like, well, yeah, we, it's. We've been told, you know, tablets and phones and stuff Mm. for little kids are bad. And she's like, no, but he's going to be so far
1: behind because he doesn't know how to use one. That's right. I'm like, but, you know, what are you damned if you do and you're damned if you don't? Yeah, you're damned either way. And this is the thing it's just finding that balance. And um, I feel like parents don't really get a lot of support to implement balance with that to be honest it's a new like you said it's a new world Mm. and
0: there are places you can reach out to and and you know get help and stuff about
1: that kind of thing but you need to search about what's going on in your in your in your area and stuff i mean and i've tried numerous ways i mean we're we're currently in another um sort of way of okay no technology apart from music Mm. from monday to thursday which we are turning off at seven And now we're just trying something else but i don't know how that's working it's it's a really it's a really strange danger okay you know the under and over it's strange
0: with with our routine so let's assume aiden's back from england you know Mm. and it's a normal week for us uh daycare days are monday tuesday wednesday or every second wednesday yeah um they finish at six o'clock so aiden's got swimming so basically he goes straight from school into swimming mm. for an hour or so. When when we get back, if he's got time, he will jump on his Xbox for an hour before Harry gets home. Yeah. So that's the time I usually spend to either talk to him or play with him or whatever. Yeah. When Harry's on kindy days, which is at the actual school, finishing at the same time as Aiden. Yeah. They come home from school. They do a tidy up. Or Aiden does a tidy up. Harry Potter's around. And Harry Potter's around. <laughs> <laughs> harry does you know his, Harry's harry thing. does harry harry does harry and then from about 3 30 till about five o'clock hmm. they both have their tablets they sit together they play they spend time so, together so you
1: do it every day then just no, of... the,
0: in the second half of the week on a school day
1: yeah but they and then in the beginning half so in the second half of the week in the second half of the week so like it. let's say that they both finish at three like but Aiden gets it every day is what I'm saying. So he's no. comes back from swimming. He gets the hour before Harry.
0: Sometimes that's – but that's for Xbox, not for tablet. So it's but different, I meant technology. Sorry. Technology. Yeah, yeah, he gets an hour sort of before dinner. As soon as dinner happens, they everything goes off. Okay. Everything goes away. TV in the background maybe, but yeah. everything goes off. Um, the reason I did that is because, one, I don't like devices being at the dinner table.
1: Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: um, no one's allowed to be watching – like TV maybe with dinner – But, like, I don't want them on their phone or on Mm. their tablet while they're eating. Um, And then after dinner, we go straight into the bedtime routine. Yeah. So they don't get that tablet back or whatever until the next day.
1: See, this is what I was... It's it's interesting that you say that because I've actually been thinking about the um, ways around it. Like, do... You know, and it sounds that what you're doing is quite structured. So there's an actual playing period of time, Mm. which probably would work. But we, we can come back to that because... Um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting conversation about what the techniques and support that you mm. could probably do or try. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm sure that we, well, me is you don't really seem to have them problems with the technology. I think you've got it down pat. So there's probably a lot to learn in that respect. Well,
0: Harry, Harry still, you know, it says bye bye, bye bye tablet, but mm. then he's like five minutes
1: later, tablet. Yes. Yeah. And and it's funny though because tonight like what coming up to three in March. Never asked for it. Mm. She might. little bit now starting to look at the phone but not the ipad um anyway we we, we're getting on a bit so let me just finish up with the um (laughs) the we went on to the um screen time then the cyber bullying bullying, yeah. yeah and then the lack of sleep which we've kind of covered but i guess like what we would probably say and we'll just these are all obvious dangers in this particular episode that we've done we've asked to probably do a part two Mm. for the hidden but um some things that they're saying which is important topics um so so important things to do is child proofing so these are these are (laughs) yeah child proofing make your home safe by securing sharp objects chemicals and installing safety gates well here's the thing thank god we don't have stairs because um, we're in, in Australia, but there was a whole different dynamic when it comes to living in England with the safety gates and yeah, the stairs and everything. But
0: I mean, it's also a, like a, a damned if you do, you damned if you don't. If you have mm. a neurodivergent, neurodivergent child, right? There's a lot of things with the NDIS. Yeah. So it's the National Disability Insurance Service. Yeah. Um, they believe a lot of things are restrictive. So yep. baby gates are restrictive. Um, tabs on your cupboards to stop them opening are restrictive tabs on the fridge are restrictive having baby gates and baby uh, rails and things like that on the bed restrictive putting reins on your child because they're a
1: runner my child will run away oh yeah he's a runner he is a runner mm. and like if that front door is unlocked and open he mm. will be gone well we know this yes. i mean my my daughter is somebody who likes to um, play with doors she's <laughs> not quite worked out that doors are not exactly your friend no um, not the door jam either yeah and i was on the toilet when this happened you yeah know? I was just trying to have I, a decent I was, wee. I was exhausted and I was just laying on your couch. Yeah, I think and then, you'd popped over and Delilah yeah. and um, Harry were playing in the front room and bless Delilah, didn't she come into you and go, yeah. Harry's gone. Harry's <laughs> gone. I'm like, and bearing in mind she would have only been about, what, two, just turned yeah. two. But the front door was locked. He unlocked it. Well, yeah, it was, it was so locked. Latched, yeah. Latched, yeah.
0: Yeah, and he unlocked it and he took off and I went running up the street, barefoot. Boiling hot day. What did you do to my daughter's hand? Oh, as I ran out the door, I banged the door open, and she put her hand in the door jam. I didn't even see or hear that happening.
1: And and the funny thing was, is she would literally just recovered from doing oh, no. that at daycare at daycare. Same thing had happened. Yeah, on the same thing got <laughs>
0: But yeah, no, like and and he's a runner. He will run away. and But that's the thing, like that. You know, I put. Um, we've just getting to the point where he's not needing reins, or he mm. he's starting to listen and more so he doesn't need his reins but he will still run away
1: yeah and you know some do kids do need you reins. saw
0: him run up the road yesterday he's
1: fast he man. is so fast he's a fast he's very fast in fact do you know what jared calls him what um the little escapee so, you know, like if your yeah. door's open, we live opposite each other, by yeah. the way. It so if your door's open and he sees Harry, he goes, there he is, that little escape artist. He's trying to escape. Yeah, Houdini, Harry, I, I have, Houdini, ha-
0: Harry. He's he literally Harry Houdini. Mm. If there is a way of getting out that door. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gave daycare a scare the other day because he decided he was going to go and play in the other, yeah. other room. So, you know, it's, it's just a matter of like, I have to preempt everything.
1: See, I don't have any... Um, I don't have any, what, what do you call it, the sticker things on the, what did you call them? You called them something earlier where you, the, to stop them getting into the drawers and cupboards and stuff. Yeah, just like so, the tabs. Yeah, the, ta- and, haven't haven't got any know. of them, never did with even my children. But I do feel as though, I don't really let them be on their own that often, unless it's in a room that mm. is kind of. But like you said, you've you got to pee sometime. Oh no, no, no I know. know that. Yeah. But it makes me think like the bleach and things like that, mm. it's, it's. that even has to be up high. And I did have it with Jared, but what I meant with with Delilah, she does come to the toilet with me. I can't get a pee break (laughs) on my own. You're kidding me. So, you know, I haven't really felt the need to have it. Anyway, going on just to the um, education on the other thing that we was talking about with like stranger danger and stuff. So that tip or suggestion is to teach your children about personal safety and how to identify them personal I'm sorry. How to identify the potential dangers? So, for example, the tr- you you said it with the guy at the road. That potential very small yeah. chance, and I find that really sad that we have to do that. Yeah. Um. Because that guy would have just been like, "Oh, there's a kid that needs help. Let me go and help him." That's literally what it would have been. But because we know so much, we have to sort of like maybe prepare them for a danger, which is just so sad, isn't it? But then again, that's not much different
0: from when we would go out as young women Mm. and be like you we all go to club together we go home together but i was the worst for that i used to bugger off my (laughs) mates wouldn't even know i'd
1: just be like taxi but you know we
0: always would have like when we would go out because when i was Uh. going out the claremont serial killer was active oh yeah so he was he was active in those sort of three or four years when i was 18 19 20 yeah so he put a lot of scared he scared a lot of us yeah. and you know we'd go to, go together to the to the clubs we'd go home together from yeah. the clubs um we'd all meet at one house and then go and then come home to that same house you know yeah. we would keep tabs on each other we'd keep tabs on each other's drinks we would dance together on the dance floor it was really hard for any man to pick up at that time because women were scared yeah. you know we were so like we were we were cautious but we would go to the casino and stuff where there was a lot of security and things like that rather than going to the pubs in the middle of you know the the town and stuff like that rather than you know so we'd go somewhere where we knew there was a lot of security we could go from like um the the nightclub to a irish pub in the same complex do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of that going on when we were younger or we'd just have drinks at the house you yeah. know so you know there was a lot of that kind of be real careful you know get yourself murdered ha 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 but everyone was like <laughs> i mean okay, there was literally a serial killer where's, on the loose. there was literally yeah. a serial killer on the loose and he, he and he was he didn't have a type he yeah. had you know he was just going for young women in their late teens early 20s yeah and
1: at train stations and um he just he was out. a Telstra worker. Yeah, so, I know. You know I, people... I, I watched a lot or, or listened to a lot of the yeah. um, the court case that they had in it. Um, so the next thing was supervision. So it's just basically, you know, to supervise, especially with potentially ha- hazardous situations. Um, but you can't always supervise. Obviously, you 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 are doing it ninety nine percent of the time, but there is that one percent. So that's quite an, um, you know, like even you know, you'd just be looking on the floor and you'd be like. There's a marble there. Yeah. Get that marble off the floor. But like I was telling
0: you, though, mm. Harry picks everything up and mm. puts it in his mouth. So that's what I mean. And you know, one day he might accidentally swallow something yeah. that he shouldn't have. Yeah, you know, like, get
1: that marble off the floor. <coughs> um, open communication is maybe maybe one of the biggest one that this suggestion for obviously um, keeping them safe. So they're just saying that open communication. I think that's a really difficult one as well because you may think that your kid's being really open with you, but actually, deep down, they're they're not. They're keeping stuff in. And I I know that I've mentioned this before, so I would expand on that and just be like, not just open communication, but also a village of people that they can talk to. Because they don't always want to go to their parents, right? And the job for us us is to make sure that they have enough courage to go to somebody i think we've mentioned that before but you know um whether it be that perhaps there's like some kind of like as they get older and stuff like they might be worried to have a conversation about the dangers of drugs and alcohol or, or something mm. like that because they're worried of like the repercussions of that from parents But I think the main thing for me is just to install the importance of having somebody in that village or in our tribe that they can go to and say, this is the situation. This is what's happened. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Everybody needs someone to speak to. Yeah.
1: And I I think we could probably do a whole episode on that kind of thing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Even with the friend side of things, you know, they always say to get to know your friends the children's friends get to know them and then also Mm. get to know the parents and i think that i'm me personally i'm pretty good at that i don't think there's many um i'm I'm a social butterfly so you know i Mm -hmm. can i would like to know everybody and i'm very curious about everybody and i do enjoy other people getting to know them but i can imagine that that's not always easy for somebody who's a lot more introverted than what i would be yeah you know? Yeah. I mean I know
0: I am quite introverted. And, mm.
1: Um I used to be really ouch like a
0: real extrovert, ouch extrovert. Mm. Um <clears throat> but I think as I'm getting a little older, I'm keeping more to myself. Um and, and I don't know if that's because of you know like anxiety about mm. do these people really do like me
1: you know or, or like being the new person on the road yeah. or a new person at school because everybody knows
0: each other and stuff like
1: that i think so- that boils down to <coughs> honestly resilience of how you yeah. feel in them situations because i'm fairly resilient um and as i've gotten older i've probably gotten i probably i probably less loud maybe i don't know i'd have to get people <laughs> who know me to answer that one but i also think i'm quite um, what's the word for it i'm constantly more curious about other people now whereas i think a long time probably more so in the past i'd probably be more like oh what can i get you know what am i doing here but not so much interested in their story probably but y- but back in the day you're
0: practicing more of um you know what's the word
1: uh connecting with people well i think what it is is that um, my thing is is that I heard something the other day, but I can't really remember what it was, but it was brilliant. It was something along the lines of anxiety is caused by worrying about the future. Depression is caused by things that have happened in the past. Mm-hmm. But really, we're in the present, so that's where we need to be. Yeah, And I think that a lot of people struggle with just being in the present and appreciating the moment because there's just so much noise going around in the background so that's more what I'm trying to practice I'm trying more to practice being in the present and appreciating everything that I'm learning or being told does that make sense
0: yeah I do I do think that's that's um that is quite correct I think that well, that, that's why you know, you know, when I break up my year when I'm planning things, yeah, because you're a great
1: organizer, <laughs> I'm still really I never, rubbish at that.
0: I never used to be, mm, and I terrible. used to be worrying in, in February about what's going to happen in October. So I just said, Okay, now my kids are at school, we're
1: going by the school terms, which means you can live in the present more because yeah. you're doing it in it,
0: yeah. I, I live in 12 week blocks, mm, you know, you 90 know, 10, days, you know, yeah. So basically, anything between mm. January and Easter, and then Easter, New Year's, and Easter. Easter and the middle of the winter, middle of winter to basically Halloween, Halloween to Christmas.
1: Do you know what? It would be interesting if we did some research actually in the power of 90 days. But, you it, I mean, it, I
0: think it's really, like, I didn't get this advice from anywhere. I just sat down and I decided, oh, you know what, this is how I'm going to do it. So, like, I had my partner. He's planning for us to move in with him in January. But back in February, la, like, mm. early this year, he was, like, starting to stress about mm. things. And I'm like, dude, this is, like, 11 months off. Mm. Talk to me about this in October. So, now we're having conversations now for January.
1: Yeah, exactly. Getting things
0: rolling. we will be happy. <laughs> He's happy now. We're talking about it. But I couldn't worry about something. You know, if it doesn't affect me right this very second, I can't worry about something that's going to be in April next year.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's actually really good advice. And you know what? It's funny because... In the last two days, I've heard the 90 days thing twice, so I think there's something in that. Um, Anyway, moving on, because we'll go off topic and we we can tend to do that. Um, Anti-bullying measures. So basically, the advice here is to teach your children how to deal with bullying and report it. And I think there's something about whistleblowers, because not just for children, but even in the adult world, there seems to be, like, um, the taboo thing, and even movies made about Mm. the... um, Not dangers of whistleblowing, but the repercussions of it is not always great for the one... Who is, I guess, grassing up, yeah. you know, and we even joke and say stuff like "no one likes a grass" and things like that. But I guess that all just depends on the seriousness of what has happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then anti-bullying measures. I like what the school's done, um, at Shorehaven. They've sent all the kids home, haven't they, with a complete breakdown of what bullying is. And it's what, a magnet. Yes, it's, the, it's a magnet. So it's a breakdown of um what bullying is and what is just really just being a little bit mean so there's a big difference between bullying and mean right so so that's that's great it's like that that thing it says um before you say something think
0: t-h-i-n-k you know um is it is it thoughtful yeah is it um was it thoughtful i can't remember (laughs) it was so good though it was
1: really good thoughtful
0: helpful thoughtful helpful Um,
1: interactive was it uh, oh um I don't know.
0: <laughs> I and then N was you know nice or, and then kind or something like that. It was like really that. good.
1: Yeah. And and you know um they do teach them things at school so we we we're, we're lucky um at some schools that that is actually going on. Yeah. Um and then the other thing was um they were saying about healthy eating healthy eating habits was to provide nutritious meals and edu- take, educate kids about balance and diets now i think that's not easy in every single household just because of what you've just said earlier about you know there are things that comes in like texture food aversions yeah food versions and also as well you know for example if i was to try and put tomato cut up into jared's sandwich he's gonna literally lose it like no no. Mm -hmm. however he will eat tomato in bolognese obviously yeah it's like the main I mean, part it's there are
0: crazy. there are dangers to not eating healthy and stuff and i think yeah. it comes down to like that's physical sort of you know parental raising and you know um you know it comes down to like sleep eat yeah um you know uh, but environmental type things as well yes
1: yeah and you and in terms of nutrition i suppose it is it is even though I need to do some study on that. To be honest, oh, I need
0: to. I need to have better nutrition <laughs> yeah. just in general for I'm, myself. I'm, I
1: go up and down. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I, I got could. This. You know I and could happily live. Like...
0: I could happily live on toast all day. Oh, <laughs> but, wow. but um, you know, like I've been trying really hard to to make sure I'm eating a balanced, at yeah. least one balanced meal. A day,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, same. I would probably say that I, I, I definitely kind of might try to do that Monday to Friday, and then I'm sort of like, oh, whatever. Anyway, moving on to the other one, which was screen time, set boundaries for t- screen time and encourage outdoor activities. I think most of us as parents do try to do that. If you're not, it's a great tip. I and we think, did a we did a full, it regulates, doesn't it? Yeah, we did a full episode on that. Yeah, oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. um, and then the lastly, but not leastly is the bedtime routine, ensure children get adequate sleep by maintaining a consistent bedtime. I try my best to do this one, (laughs) (laughs) even for myself, but it's just so difficult. And I think, you know, you might be able to agree with me on this one, like the FIFO life, it's really difficult to keep consistency, which is what kids obviously thrive off of, when you do have that FIFO lifestyle, Mm. because it's not always easy to keep a consistent state within an family dynamic when you've got a FIFO environment Um, and again it's another episode that we can probably do so wrapping it up obvious dangers we've gone over today obvious Mm. dangers in in parenting and also what
0: I would suggest is that everybody go and do a children's first aid course
1: Well, you can just do a first aid course in general. Yeah, but
0: children's first aid and and adult first aid are different. So, like, if you have a a choking child, you put them over your knee rather than try and do the Heimlich manoeuvre on them. So it's completely different. And also CPR on a small child is different different. to CPR Mm. on an adult. So it would be – I really, you know, contact the areas – in you know um saint john ambulance you know that kind of place do they charge for them they do transfer them but there are some um places where you can actually get them for free like sometimes you can get them for free through your workplace yeah or if you have a business you can write it off as a tax write-off yeah so it's worth it Yeah.
1: yeah good advice um anyway so i suppose we can just wrap up with um stay safe out there with all them obvious dangers and we'll come back for a part two on hidden i'd say yeah i think so
0: yeah thank you guys thanks for listening we will talk to you soon Bye. bye thank you
1: for listening guys you can find us on all the socials including facebook instagram and tiktok just search for coffee with kathy and claire and make sure that you follow and subscribe love you all bye